Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Dark Crossroads. This is your host Roxanne Fletcher and today we're covering a disappearance of a man who was found murdered and left behind a long line of unanswered questions. It is very mysterious and it is still unsolved and I just want to plug in here before I start that if you could like and share this episode wherever you're listening to this or if you see it on social media like it and share it and get as many eyes as we can on this case to hopefully get some answers in the future. I'm hoping that we get some information in the future and I can do another episode on this when more information comes out. But until then, um, let's just share as much as we can and hopefully help the family and investigators. Known for his contagious smile, infectious laughter, and witty comebacks, Mont F. Hiley IV, affectionately known as Little Mont, was the youngest of the three children born to Dr. and Mrs. Mont F. Hiley III. Born in Columbus, Ohio, and raised in Montgomery, Alabama, from the time he was six months old, Mont was the quintessential Southern boy, with a love for the outdoors, sports, and especially the Crimson Tide. His hobbies didn't change much as he got older, and he could often be found spending time with his family at their lake house or watching Alabama football with his friends. Mont attended the University of Alabama, where he was a member of the Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity. Upon graduation, he began working in the construction field, and he traveled frequently with a job. His fun-loving and charming personality made it easy for him to make friends wherever he went, but the friends he'd made in his younger years remained some of his closest. Though he traveled a lot with work, his home was always in Montgomery, Alabama, and he made sure to return regularly to spend time with his friends and family, especially his nephews and nieces who he absolutely adored. Since November of 2003, when Mont disappeared from his family hunting camp, which they often refer to as the farm, on County Road 30 in rural Mackin County community of Shorter, Alabama, and was found deceased almost seven weeks later after going missing, there have been an abundance of unanswered questions. Dr. and Mrs. Hiley want answers to these questions, and they want the people or person responsible for the murder of their son held accountable. Dr. Mont F. Hiley III was quoted as saying, I told my family I'm not going to die without knowing what happened to my son. I figured I'm going to live another 20 years, so I've got 20 more years I can work on this. Whoever did it, if ABI doesn't find out, will find out somehow. The week of his disappearance, Mont spent Thanksgiving with his family and had made plans to go hunting with his father on that Saturday. Mont left his parents' Montgomery home on Friday evening, fully intending to see his father at the farm on Saturday. But when Dr. Hiley arrived on Saturday, Mont nor his green Tahoe were there, which was odd considering the gate to the farm was unlocked, the front door to the mobile home was open, and the lights and TV inside the mobile home were on. Mont's mother, Gail, recalls that Mont was being quieter than usual, but not in a way that caused his family to worry or think anything was wrong. She also recalls that on Friday after Thanksgiving, Mont spent the day with his parents, and 
At one point, he was standing with his back to her in the kitchen area of their home, talking with somebody briefly on his cell phone. She doesn't know who was on the other end, but she recalls that Mont chuckled and that the conversation seemed friendly. After this phone call ended, Mont decided on going to the hunting camp, or also known as the farm, that evening, instead of waiting until the next day and going with his father as originally planned. He told his father he would see him the next day and told his mother goodbye, and then left their Montgomery home, heading to the farm located on County Road 30 in neighboring Mackin County. After leaving his parents' home, Mont stopped at a gas station just off of I-85 to purchase some beer. He made a phone call to a close friend and invited him hunting. However, the friend had a prior commitment and was unable to go. A short time after 8 p.m. that same night, a few calls occurred on Mont's cell phone. The last of any call activity with Mont on his cell phone is just after 9.30 p.m. Now we're going to go back to the scene where Mont's father arrives to the farm and finds nobody there but all the lights and TV on, and everything open. Seeing this was a little bit troubling to him, but eventually he just assumes that Mont decided to watch the Alabama game with his friends, and he decides to lock up the farm, turn everything off, and make his way home. The Hylies didn't suspect anything was wrong until Sunday, November 30th, when they received a phone call about Mont's Tahoe being found at a nearby property. According to sources, the Seacrest family hosted a small get-together the weekend that Mont disappeared. They saw his Tahoe on their property, but did not give it much thought since they'd known the Hileys for quite some time, and they also knew that they had a camp not far away. After receiving the call from Dale Seagrest, Dr. and Mrs. Hiley headed to the Seagrest family camp. When they arrived, they discovered Mont's wallet with $200 of cash in it, keys in the ignition, a hunting rifle, and a briefcase were still inside the SUV. Investigators stated there was no sign of a struggle. The Hileys and a Seagrass family member checked around a duck pond located on the Seagrass property for any sign of Mont. Dr. and Mrs. Hiley recalled Dale saying he did not know who the truck belonged to and it must be drug-related because it had Florida license plates. With no sign of Mont at the camp and his truck seemingly abandoned, the Hileys drove to their Lake Martin house to see if Mont was or had been there. When Mont was not at the lake house, they returned to the farm. When the Hileys were unable to get in contact or locate Mont, and none of his friends had seen or heard from him either, they contacted the Mackin County Sheriff's Office and reported Mont missing. Upon returning to the farm, the Hileys noticed things that Dr. Hiley had not noticed on Saturday. Mont's wet boots were sitting beside each other on the front porch. His new pants, also wet from the upper thigh down, were on the bedroom floor, and his cell phone, along with $100 of cash, was still in the pocket. He was stated as saying, if my son was going to take one thing with him, it's his cell phone. Multiple agencies, including the Mackin County Sheriff's Office and the Alabama State Bureau of Investigation, also known as SBI, the Hileys, friends, and over 200 volunteers began a multi-day search of the 290-acre farm with aerial flyovers and tracking dogs. During this search, the family golf cart was found abandoned and slightly stuck on a tree root. Scattered around the golf cart, searchers also found Mont's shirt, pistol, a rechargeable flashlight still in working condition, and other various items. Dr. Hiley said the golf cart wasn't significant, 
significantly stuck as he was able to push the golf cart off the route all by himself with ease and couldn't imagine that being a reason Vermont would have just left it. Multiple search and rescue organizations with various types of tracking dogs assisted in the search for Mont, including tracking dogs from Kilby Prison. During the search, scent-specific trailing dogs were able to follow Mont's scent from the farm to the Seagrass family camp. From the Seagrass camp, the dogs continued to a property owned by a Seagrass relative directly across Road 30, which is the same road that the farm and the Seagrass camp was on. This is where his scent was eventually lost. After exhausting all reasonable search efforts, authorities call off the search for Mont, but state that the investigation remains active. The Hiley family eventually offers $10,000 as a reward and pass out flyers containing Mont's information. Ten days after search efforts were called off, the Hiley family increases this award amount to $15,000. Dr. Hiley tells local media outlets that the SBI investigation was ongoing and they were continuing to look and interview people. Through everything that this family has endured, trying to find their loved one, only 21 days after he was last seen, Mont's 34th birthday comes and goes without any sign of him. Almost a month after Mont's disappearance, SBI Special Agent Mark Whitaker confirmed that the investigation was ongoing and they were following up on tips that they had received. He called the case perplexing due to the fact that there was no sign of a struggle at any of the locations involved and no crime scene had been identified. In the same Birmingham Post Herald article, the Hiley family announced they were increasing the reward to $50,000. Almost seven weeks after his disappearance, investigators received a call related to a body being found. Approximately a half mile from where Mons Tahoe was located, the body was found in an unused grain silo behind the back 40. This was a restaurant owned and operated by Ted Johnson. While border collies were housed in kennels in the rear of the barn connected to the silo, Harold Johnson, Ted's brother, told local media that the silo had not been used since the 80s and no one had been inside the silo for a very long time. Neighbors stated the area surrounding the silo had been searched in late November or early December during the searches, but Special Agent Whitaker could not verify whether cadaver dogs had searched the barn and surrounding property or whether anyone checked inside of the silo. Investigators did not immediately confirm the identity of the body, but stated given the location in relation to where Mont disappeared, it was possible that it was him. Exactly who found the body is unclear, as varying media outlets have reported different individuals. The Montgomery advisor stated a relative of Ted Johnson discovered the body around 10.30 a.m. The Associated Press quoted SBI... Ken Halford, as stating the landowner, which would have been Ted Johnson at the time, is the person who discovered the body. Ted Johnson told local news outlet WSFA his son just happened to look in. Later, the Montgomery advertiser stated a man and his child were on the property and the child wandered near the grain bin or silo and that the landowner looked inside the bin when he went to retrieve the child. Using dental records, Alabama Department of Forensic Scientists eventually confirmed the body found in the silo was Mont. 
and a statement to WSFA, SBI Special Agent Scott Donovan said the area around the silo was not part of the original search. Family and friends gathered at the Fraser Memorial United Methodist Church to honor Mont and offer support to the Hiley family. The Hiley family was quoted as saying, look at all these friends we have here today. They are what is getting us through this. As you can imagine, rumors quickly began to spread about why Mont's Tahoe was found at the Seagrass family camp, approximately located 2.5 miles away from the farm. And there was also rumors flying about how his body ended up in an unused grain silo about a half a mile away from where his Tahoe was located. Despite very few details being released about the investigation, including the cause and manner of death, the rumors made one thing clear from the very beginning. People believed that Mont had been murdered. Bob Wilson was a resident on County Road 30, who also lived by the farm and by the Seagrass family camp. He lived next to the Back 40 restaurant, and he was quoted as saying, I'm not bothered by this because I haven't found out the cause of death. If this turns out to be a serial-type murderer, then I'm concerned. But there are a lot of rumors around, and if it's a revenge murder, then I'm not quite concerned. Ted Johnson's brother, Harold Johnson, was quoted as saying, Anyone in the area who knows the property well could have taken the body there. No one knew. Last weekend, I washed out my trailer just 20 to 30 yards from the bin, and I never knew. The Hileys do not know the full extent of the evidence that was collected, but they do know Mont was still wearing his $600 watch when he was found, and there was a pair of pants neatly folded on top of him. Evidence obtained during the investigation was submitted to the Alabama Department of Forensic Sciences, but the results of any testing was delayed for months due to backlogs in the forensic lab. Because of this backlog, investigators declined to classify their investigation as anything but a death investigation. In August of 2004, former Governor Bob Riley offered a $5,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or people responsible for the murder of Mont Hiley, marking the first time Mont's death was publicly characterized as a murder. In September of 2005, a grand jury was convened in Montgomery County. No person or persons of interest have ever been named publicly, and no arrests or charges resulted from that grand jury, which left many wondering why a grand jury would be convened in Montgomery County for a murder that occurred in Mackin County. The 2005 grand jury was the last known public update until July of 2022. When Mont's case became the focus of a series of social media posts on the Alabama Cold Case Advocacy Facebook and Instagram pages, a volunteer-run effort that highlights unsolved missing person and homicide cases in Alabama on social media platforms to raise awareness. The Hileys did receive and continue to receive new information in response to the posts which have now reached over 90,000 people since the series began in July. As that information comes in, it is forwarded to the SBI for review and follow-up. After Governor Bob Riley's reward announcement, SBI investigators set up headquarters at a Mackin County church and began re-interviewing witnesses and re-canvassing the area, including obtaining new aerial photographs. Although Special Agent Whitaker declined to provide 
many details, he did tell WSFA they were making progress and getting closer to finding the truth behind Mont's murder. One reason we're out here is because we've made contact with potential witnesses and we're now investigating them. WSFA later reported SBI spoke to approximately 25 people as part of the interview slash re-interview progress. In October of 2022, a digital billboard went live in an effort to renew public interest and encourage anybody with information to contact SBI directly. The SBI has recently connected with the Hileys to discuss the status of the investigation and hear any of their concerns. However, even with recent social media attention and ongoing investigation, the Hiley family continues coping with the frustration and the heartache of so many unknowns involving their missing loved one. So I just want to plug in here that a simple and easy way to help this family is by just signing a petition that helps protect Alabama victims' family rights and clear unsolved cases in Alabama and beyond. This link to the petition will be in our show notes. Their goal is to get 5,000 signatures, and currently they have 2,951. So if I could get any person that listens to this to go support that, every single signature counts and will get them closer to their goal. They are asking for people to assist the families of the missing and murdered by promoting the efforts of Alabama cold case advocacy and introducing a Victims' Families' Rights Act, specifically tailored to Alabama criminal law and procedures designed to raise clearance rates in cases like the ones that I just read to you. You have the power to make a difference, and you have the power to support all of these families and missing people just by signing a simple thing. So go onto our show notes. There's a link to everything that you want to look up on this case or the podcast, and it will be plugged in there. And lastly, if you have any information, no matter how big or small about this case, please contact the Alabama Bureau of Investigation at one 676 Seven eight seven zero. You may also call their crime line at one eight hundred three nine two eight zero one one, or submit a tip online at app dot a l e a dot gov slash s a r slash, with the option to remain anonymous. And also, you can submit an anonymous tip to Crime Stoppers. Also. Thanks for hanging out again today, guys. I just want to put in here a way to help spread the word about Mont's story and all the other stories that I have gone over so far in the podcast is to share it. Share the story, spread the word, get it out there, and keep the discussion going. The more eyes that are on this, the closer his family and law officers will get to getting the answer to his murder. With that said, don't forget to also like, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this. Send me any of your stories or a shout out and I will talk to you guys next time. And don't forget to be weird, stay different, and clearly do not trust anyone. Dark Crossroads Podcast is brought to you by Problem Wildlife. 
Problem Wildlife serves Western Massachusetts and has been humanely protecting your house and family from unwanted pests for over 20 years. Take back your space with an animal control service that you can trust. They are family-owned, fully licensed, and are knowledgeable and dependable. To find out more about their services, simply visit their website at www.problemwildliferemoval.com. Again, that's www.problemwildliferemoval.com. And the website will also be included in our show notes. Curiosity Box delivers the cerebral fascination of Vsauce right to your door through engaging science toys, surprising puzzles, and books that expand our understanding of the universe. The creators worked together to create, design, and handpick each illuminating item in the Curiosity Box, including constructive kits, brain games, and imaginative custom t-shirts. Every quarterly delivery will turn your home into a laboratory of wonder. If you have always been curious about the world around you, then subscribe to the Curiosity Box and have access to the most popular science education network on YouTube as it energizes a community of Earth's most inquisitive minds with videos spanning science, math, and the human experience. And now all of that passion is in a box pulled out the screen and put in your hands. You can also receive monthly courses spanning popular academic disciplines to inspire and nurture the next generation of curious thinkers, innovators, and inventors. They are delivering a deeper learning experience through AR, VR, and video lessons on the MEL app. Join the curious community on their journey to explore the world, celebrate the amazing, and support brains for the future of our pale blue dot and beyond.